Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. There's nothing our nations can't achieve if we do it together. I really mean it. So thank you all. God bless you all. Let's go. Let's go late and lick the world. Let's get it done. That's your president. Have a nice day. He's there in Ireland, and his tough guy answer is, let's go lick the world. Uh, somebody, please, remind President Biden, it's not 1946. Maybe this is why people are concerned. This constant display and play about bravado as opposed to a real fundamental understanding of what is necessary and most importantly what's important specifically as we look to this leaker who got arrested yesterday this Massachusetts Air National Guardsman a 21 year old who got access uh, 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 allegedly I should say allegedly in Letterkenny style to documents that were able to show that Ukraine doesn't have a chance with this spring offensive against the Russians. The Russian military is a big, hot mess. Making claims about Mossad, the Israeli spy agency, and questioning relationships and detailed conversations with South Korea. Was this guy, as was described by, by people who, who knew him from a chat room, just a guy looking for some attention is 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 that all he is this was uh from the washington post any claims that he is a russian operative or pro-russian is categorically false he is not interested in helping any foreign agencies with their attack on the u.s or other countries he was he was a young charismatic man who loved nature god who loved shooting guns and and racing we know so much about him already if we only knew as much about the nashville murderer as we do about this guy and his love for guns you see how they're trying to push this narrative i'm going to get to that in a second But none of this matters. You think I'm going to listen to some kid who was part of a Discord chat? Discord is a chat service that people utilize with gaming and and some other things. Uh, Think of it, uh, honestly, the best way I can describe it is, were you on AOL Instant Messenger? It's exactly that, but this would have been much better if you were on AOL Instant Messenger. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. Guys, it's good to be with you. It's great to be with you. But the more I stare at this story, the more angry I get because I don't care what some kid said to the Washington Post about he wasn't an asset of this that or the other we'll decide that in a court of law we'll decide that through the investigation not some putz 17 year old who I want to make sure his parents knew that he was being questioned let's go back to the beginning a 21 year old who is a member of the Massachusetts Air National Guard, was able to get access to secrets like these, which have done a tremendous amount of damage 
around the globe? Damage to the United States, damage to allies, damage to others. This happened. I I got questions. And I understand that people have questions as well. And they've got real, real commentaries here. For, for example, just as, as a matter of example, the people... Who, who are who are stating and, and I think stating well that you know Joe Biden doesn't seem concerned about this at all. Mr. Lick the world over there, he doesn't seem concerned about this in the slightest. Are you concerned about the leak? Okay, guys, it's time to go. Let's well, go. Cool, we gotta move. I'm not concerned about the leak because I'm concerned that it happened, but there's nothing contemporaneous that I'm aware of that is. Let's go over that line again. There's nothing contemporaneous that I'm aware of that is of great consequence. My gosh, that leaves a lot of openings and asks a lot of questions, doesn't it? First, uh, let's be uh, impressed with uh, the use of the word contemporaneous. Let's say slight applause. Contemporaneous, originating, existing, or happening during the same period of time. Living, existing, or occurring at the same time. Meaning, he doesn't—he isn't concerned uh, because as far as he knows, there's nothing ha- about the, the information that's about right now. Well, as we know the information because people have been able to read it because it was leaked— The information discusses a Ukrainian spring offensive against the Russians that is going to be, and I'm quoting here, I I believe uh, the proper uh, pronunciation, I I think I've got this right, I've I've been working on on my my Ukrainian, is, that's it, that's it. It's going to be a big hot mess, it's not going to work. If that's not contemporaneous... May I ask what the president thinks is? Then let's go to the part two that I'm aware of. There's nothing contemporaneous that I'm aware of that is of great consequence. Now we have to ask again out loud because the president said the words, what the hell is this guy actually aware of? What? What is he aware of? Or or maybe said uh, differently, uh, what is he not aware of? This is a bad statement. So the people who are concerned, and, and we're hearing that there are people on the left concerned that he's so unconcerned, which I'm thankful for because... If, if we're looking at these leaks in a partisan lens, we're beyond nuts. These are America's secrets. And we are allowed to keep secrets, entitled to keep secrets. We should keep secrets. And the secrets should be kept from us. You want to go work in the government, you'll have the secrets. The secrets are for the running of the country and the safety and security of the nation. Yes, you're going to need a spy effort. I absolutely agree. Doesn't mean that you're going to engage everywhere. I don't want to be the world's policeman. None of that stuff. But in order to run a country, you're going to need to have conversations. Those conversations should be kept private. And when they're not, it's damaging. So 
if if I have people on the left concerned about this, I consider that to be a good thing because we at least have this area of agreement. This is about the country. This isn't about party. But hold on. It may be about party. We'll get to that in a second. Some are concerned that Biden is so unconcerned. Some are bothered. You mean that we can get this guy in three days? This breaks over the weekend. Of course, we were covering it before anybody. And Monday, people are talking about it. Only on Wednesday does the White House seem to be, or or the Democrats seem to be, really bothered in terms of media. And then uh, Thursday, you got an arrest. Like, that's amazing. How come you can't find the guy who leaked uh, the SCOTUS hearings or the SCOTUS uh, memo? Who leaked Roe v. Wade? You can find this guy. But you can't find that guy? Bullcrap! Absolutely, positively not. No one buys it. No one believes it. There's no way in hell. The cat's stealing you. The officer's shucking you, I told him. You got the right ta-ta, but the wrong ho-ho. No shot are we buying that one. Not buying it. Somebody knows who leaked the documents, who leaked the Roe v. Wade decision. I'm calling it the Roe v. Wade decision. Uh, go go with me. Um, we want to know who they are. We want to know when they get thrown out of the, of, of the Supreme Court. Was it a Supreme Court member? Impeach them. Remove them. I don't care who it was. It's fascinating that when you want to find somebody, son of a gun, you can find the guy. Now, me, I'm thrilled they found the guy because my conversation is one of treason. My conversation is one of how do we allow, how does this happen and who gets fired? I think that secrets should remain secret. But some people are bothered that the guy was found because the documents embarrassed the Biden administration. We go back to... Ukraine and this spring offensive that is going to, you know what? And yet you have the Biden administration constantly talking about the importance of this fight and Democrats talking about the importance of backing Ukraine. Backing Ukraine in a losing effort? Billions and billions and billions of dollars and... Your own data says uh, it ain't gonna, it ain't gonna, it ain't gonna fly. This is embarrassing to the Biden administration. It's embarrassing, and because it's embarrassing, that's why we had to get him. I bring up the the Nashville murderer. This woman who claimed to be a man who murdered six people, including three nine-year-olds. I know she had a manifesto. I was told she had a manifesto. Where is the manifesto? We're told that we're not allowed to see it because it could be offensive and lead to violence against certain people. I don't believe that to be true for a second. 
We know that this guy loved guns. We're going to find out, oh, what a Trump lover this guy was. Who knows what they're going to say? Why can't we know it about Nashville? As a matter of fact, why are we so obsessed with the actual guy? Shouldn't we be more focused on the actual content? But no, John Kirby, the spokesman for the National Security Council, actually lectured the, the members of the press saying you should not be looking at this at all. You shouldn't be reporting on it. Again, without confirming the validity of the documents, this is information that has no business in the public domain. It has no business, if you don't mind me saying, uh, on the pages of, uh, of uh, front pages of, of newspapers or on television. It is not intended for public uh, consumption uh, and it should not be out there. We shouldn't ask what's in the documents. We should only get the guy. But when it's Trump, we shouldn't even pay attention to who leaked it because there's some hero whistleblower and we should only pay attention to the documents. Oh, pick one. So the people who are concerned that Biden is so unconcerned, the people who wonder how in the world we can get this guy and not the SCOTUS leaker, and the people who believe that we only care about this guy because the documents themselves are embarrassing to the Biden administration, they're all right. It does not matter how you actually peel this onion, you're right. That's a weird moment. If, if we were to go back together, you, me, a bourbon in the bar stool. And we were to walk through all of the things, whether it be about Biden, whether it be about Trump, whether it be about Obama. There could be a couple of ways to look at it and a couple of ways that people look at it that are clearly incorrect. This is one of the very few stories that I can, I can like remember, all, whether it's all the time I had or I've been certainly thinking about it, where every way you look at it, yeah, you're right. And I can't remember, I've been, I've been trying to, I can't remember another time in, in, in something political like this where it was like, yeah, it doesn't matter how you look at it, it's, it's, it's totally true. All these people are correct. Except for the people who want to tell me all about this guy's personal life. I don't give a damn. I'm not even using the dude's name because someone's going to decide that this guy is a hero and this guy should be protected. The hell he should. He's innocent until proven guilty, just like any other American citizen. But if he's proven guilty, proven guilty, I want him hung. I said it yesterday. I say it today. I apologize for nothing. I will not go back on my words. If he's proven guilty, if he took the documents and then shared the documents because he wanted to seem like a big shot, it's treason, you get hung. Now, you say to me, Tony, this guy, but not that guy, the other guy? Whoa, whoa, name that guy or the other guy. I don't know. I can afford a lot of rope. Tony, that is so offensive. No, offensive is somehow thinking that we should take a pass on this level of treasonous activity. That's offensive. That's obscene. I am holding a baseline standard. 
You cannot let people leak classified documents and think that it's okay. When documents were at Mar-a-Lago, when documents were in Biden's house and in Biden's office and in Biden's Senate buildings and Biden's office in Boston, dear Lord, where does this guy not have freaking documents? When Mike Pence had documents in his house, you know what I said? I said it's wrong. I don't care who it is. I don't want to hear it. Now, yes, as we have discussed, we have far too many things that get put into a classified state. Too many things that are classified. I agree. This is the intelligence department run amok, but I have no quarter. None. But those guys weren't handing these things out, except for maybe Joe Biden, where more investigation is needed, because who knows what Hunter Biden was doing. This guy clearly wanted to, as we know the story, wanted to be a big shot. How did he have access to those documents, find out who gave him access, and immediately try them as accessories? I want him tried for the crime of treason. And I want the world to know what happens if you screw with our secrets. And if you think that's harsh, you're not prepared to run a country. I'm Tony Katz. Down 225. The Nasdaq is down a buck oh three. But all eyes on France. The French court approving Macron's plan to raise the pension age. <gasps> Sacre bleu. The, but you're impressed. You're impressed with the Sacre bleu. Yes, you are. Doe, come on, admit it. You didn't think I had it in me. You only knew two things about me. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. That's the truth. That is the truth. Me and Roddy Piper. Serious, folks. Um, yeah, I'm expecting a weekend of riots. No joke. The, the The plan from from Macron and his, uh, I believe it was his finance minister, was that look, we don't have the money to pay the pensions for all these people. Our socialist nonsense is a bunch of hooey. This doesn't work. Socialism and and uh, a secure uh, future. It's it's not right. That's not how it works. That's not how any of this works. So Macron wants to raise the retirement age from 62 to 64. And the people said, how dare you? And uh, students marched with signs that said, Macron guillotine. Yes, maybe. That's what the sign translated out to. And no joke. <laughs> really happening. Remember, these are the people who, when in doubt, light a car on fire. The yellow jackets of just a few years ago when it was a discussion of a gas tax and the cities were like, yes, yes, we should have a gas tax. And the people in the countryside said, wait a second, we have to drive the food you eat to you and you're going to charge us a tax and then you're not going to pay more for the food? Forget it. And it went nuts. Well, this, I think, can be bigger. Um, This is going to be something. Now, the council passed, uh, which is known as the France's uh, Constitutional Council, they passed the core of the pension reform, including the increase in the retirement age, but they did remove some other provisions. But I don't think the other provisions are the things that are going to be consequential. I think it's going to be, you raise the retirement age, 
you we now have to work more in order to uh, the number of years to get a full pension. We're not going to stand for this because if there's one thing the French won't stand for, it's working for a living. <laughs> this is Tony Katz today. I made myself laugh. here today first for housing as a human right let me hear you say it housing is a human right that's communist jamal bowman oh don't even bother with democrat it's over it's over housing is a human right meaning that you are entitled to a home based on your existence Well, how do you get the home? Well, clearly somebody else has to give it to you. They have to give you a home. Describe the home to me, Congressman Jamal Bowman. This is a congressman. This guy got elected in New York. Go on. Describe to me the house, Jamal Bowman. Tony Katz, that's me. Tony Katz today. 833, got Tony. 833-468-8669. You, you, you think housing is a human right? I'd love to hear from you. Break that down for me, how that works. Break down how housing is a human right works. 833-GOT-TONY-833-468-8669. Understand that if someone says something is a human right, that means that they are entitled to it. So if you're entitled to housing, how does that work? Someone has to build you a house? So therefore, they are a slave to you because they have to build you a home. Now, how big of a home? 1,000 square feet? 2,000 square feet? Three? Four? Do I hear five? A bedroom? Two bedrooms? Three bedrooms? Oh, wait. No bedrooms. Does the home have a bathroom or are bathrooms shared? Because after all, water is a human right and we have to conserve it. So therefore, all nine families use one bathroom. And why in the world would we flush? It's just a hole that goes straight down. By the way, nine families. Oh, that's right. Nine families on one floor. Actually, nine families on the west side of one floor. Well, of course, the key to these things is building massive buildings where you house all these people. And in the brutalist style, because why should it be, you know, attractive? And then the nine families on the one side share a bathroom and the nine families on the other side share a bathroom. It's just like, you know, food should be a human right. Okay, so I guess steak is out. And uh, my gosh, if you were to want some chocolate mousse, uh, best of luck. You might get something in your chocolate ration because in the end, the food will have to be rationed to ensure everybody gets their what? Fair share. I want the commie to explain to me how housing as a human right works. Go on. Come on. You can do it. 833-468-8669. 833-GOT-TONY. Why don't you explain how housing is a human right? Congressman Jamal Bowman's a fool. And, and we should be clear, a communist. But I repeat myself. Because you want people just mouthing these things without thinking these things. And then... The, the call and response part, say it with me now. We are fighting here today first for housing as a human right. 
let me hear you say it, housing is a human right. That is how you train and groom the useful idiots. Pathetic and embarrassing. But maybe not as embarrassing as the, the, the New York Post with the headline, no one at the senior level of Bud Light knew of the Dylan Mulvaney ad campaign. What the hell is this? What is this insanity? You know that Bud Light, Anheuser-Busch, made a deal, a a brand ambassador deal with a a guy by the name of Dylan Mulvaney. Dylan Mulvaney plays a a character of a a woman. Not not in the Dame Edna kind of way. No, 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 no. This is just as ridiculous as the day is long away because he claims to be a woman. Claims it. And in a world of the transgender insanity, people believe this and believe that he should be treated like a woman. There are women who are willing to subject women to second-class status so this man playing the part of a woman, and poorly, may I add, can be treated like a woman. Among those people is uh, Drew Barrymore, who is a holy damn fool. This is a guy who is engaged in woman face. It is a character, a caricature. That's all it is. Every last bit of it. And anybody who has bought in, I mean, maybe it took you a day or two, maybe it took a month or two, and then you realize, wait a second. This is, this is all a game. This is all an act. Well, over there at Bud Light, they decided to do an endorsement deal with this guy. And they, they, they made this can. It was a singular can. They put his face on it and him dressed up in the, as this uh, female caricature. And, uh, oh, yeah, share it with all your, your fans on TikTok and here and there. And then Bud Light got amazed when people said, this is crazy. What the hell are you doing to your brand? And Bud Light has stopped with their social media, and Bud Light's vice president of marketing has been called to the carpet for being really pathetic. But now, according to the Daily Wire, an executive, or uh, yes, and I think it was an executive at, at, at Anheuser-Busch, uh, an unnamed source but executive, saying no one at a senior level was aware this was happening. You didn't know what your vice president of marketing was doing? You're telling me your vice president of marketing decided to make a deal with this really bad actor playing up this whole transgender political movement insanity. And and you didn't you didn't know it? How is that remotely possible? How? Oh, wait, wait, maybe, maybe I, I, I'm looking at it the wrong way. First, I should ask who believes it. Because the more I question whether or not it's remotely possible, the more I answer, oh, it's absolutely, totally possible that it's totally possible. It is possible that there are, that, that this, um, 
VP of marketing just decided, yeah, we're going to do this. And gave it an okay and figured it wouldn't be a big deal because everybody's fine with this. When no one is indeed fine with this. The vast majority of Americans think this is the craziest thing in the world. Which brings us to Joe Rogan, who's like, what's everybody getting all worked up about? I'm going to have myself a Bud Light. What? People are going to stop drinking Bud Light? What, you don't think Coors does this? You could drink Coors Light? Would we get this worked up if it was like a really good piece of cheesecake? Um, Joe Rogan does interesting interviews. Uh, is anybody going to just recognize that Joe Rogan isn't the brightest guy out there? I'm not mad at the dude. And maybe I just treat him like everybody else. Maybe he is bright on certain things, and some things he says are just dang well dopey. Maybe he's a super smart dude, but some things are still dopey. This is a dopey response. Do I believe that the financial harm to, t- to, to, to Bud Light is going to last? Absolutely not. And I've said so on this show. Of course not. The people getting worked up. Oh, my gosh. Look at Bud Light. They've lost billions of dollars. Settle your face. Tell me where they are four months from now. That's what matters. Where are they four months from now? That's the only question. Everything else is nonsense. If four months from now, their value is down $5 billion, well then, they will have lost $5 billion. That will be a story. Down for a couple days? Because there's a lot of press and talk about something? Doesn't move anything, doesn't say anything, doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean anything. Does not mean anything. And there are going to be plenty of people who think that this ad campaign was ridiculous and are drinking a Bud Light right now. So maybe stop. Take a breath. Take a beat. It is possible that the people at Bud Light didn't know that this was going to happen. It's totally possible. You know what I think the probability of that is? Zero. I think that the marketing team at Bud Light knows what they're doing every single second. These things are well mapped out. These plans are well decided. And if this vice president of marketing decided to go down this road without any of her superiors knowing, why hasn't she been fired yet? And is she getting fired just because you need a scapegoat and she's it? Because it's clear to me that you're a company that doesn't move on its advertising without everybody being in some level of agreement. All you have is your brand and one wayward ad can screw it all up. Losing your messaging can screw it all up. I don't think you leave those things to chance. I think you take that stuff pretty damn serious. So no, I don't buy in. This was something you knew was going to happen. This is something you said, yeah, well, go for it. This is something you said it's important that we show our diversity. Whatever it is. Do I believe that there's going to be some massive boycott on... on, uh, Bud Light, and they're they're going to have massive drop in sales? Not over the long haul, I don't, but I can't wait to be wrong. 
Oh, I would love to be wrong. I'd be excited to be wrong. You mean the American people actually held to something and said, no, 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 you screwed the pooch and we're not going to let you forget it and that's it. Do you remember Michael Richards? This is one of my more dangerous conversations. Michael Richards uh, was Kramer on Seinfeld. And Michael Richards, after uh, Seinfeld, he did a show that went nowhere. Uh, The only person who had a career after Seinfeld in terms of uh, the other three uh, was Julie Louis-Dreyfus. She had had a show and then she had Veep. And and now she does some of the the, the stuff in 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 the Marvel world, and she's she's a superstar in her own right, and and that's the way it is. But Michael Richards was doing stand up. I remember Michael Richards had done stand up, and then he had done the television show Fridays, which was ABC's attempt to take on Saturday Night Live, and and for whatever reason, he's doing stand up, and he's getting heckled, and he thinks he's going to be outlandish or shocking and the people who are heckling him I don't know if they were in like a balcony or, or down below he starts using the n-word like it's his job and it's met with a like, like a nervous chuckle and then he keeps going and then it's met with a what are you doing He, I think he dropped the microphone and walked off stage it was a Total collapse of, of of the man and and a not identifying the moment uh, beyond the the unprofessionalism, but the insanity of it, where he thought he could he could engage some kind of comic rebound and and control the situation. I never got the feeling that oh my gosh, look at the bigot Michael Richards is. I got the feeling that he was trying to go for a joke that didn't exist and couldn't figure out how to get out of it, and it was ugly. Ugly stuff, for sure. Michael Richards never had a career since. It was over. It was done. His career was finished, and some people are going to say, well, rightfully so. Uh, uh, Allow me just a moment, please. Mike Tyson raped a woman. Mike Tyson went to jail. And Mike Tyson was last seen last weekend at an MMA fight sitting two seats away from Donald Trump. Mike Tyson had a Broadway show. And you say to me, well, Tony, he he, he paid his dues to society and he came back. I just want to make it clear that a rapist, a man who got convicted of rape, maybe better said, was able to have a comeback in society. Michael Richards was not. Comebacks happen in all sorts of ways. And they don't work for everybody. And they don't happen for everybody. If they fire this vice president of marketing, she'll have another job in an hour. Because this egregious abuse of the brand of Bud Light 
And it is, by the way. As somebody who's a marketing professional, this makes sense to you as a marketing professional. Don't you look at this and say, oh, honey, you don't you don't know your brand. Now your market, you can expand your market, but you sure don't know your brand. You don't know it. You don't even care about it. It didn't matter. More important to be the, the wokeity woke as opposed to supporting the brandity brand. But she'll have another job in an hour. And this is why I say I do not believe that any boycott of Bud Light will hold. I don't think the people are really serious about holding Bud Light to account for months, never mind years. And they're certainly not going to hold this VPN marketing to that too. Joe Rogan is wrong. The people are right to be disgusted by it. And if they were to stick with a boycott, I'd be super impressed. I just don't think they will. Because there's, we have a society that will say of the rapist, yeah, Broadway movies, you got it. We have a society that will say of this vice president of marketing who screwed up her job so magnificently it's hard to believe, no, 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 here's a job for you over here. The execs of Bud Light didn't know. Yeah, I don't believe that either. I'm Tony Katz. Someone should teach me how to read a clock. I didn't realize I was going. Went a little long. We've got so much more. Find everything at TonyKatz.Locals.com. This is Tony Katz today.